I just recall that maybe one and a half years, uh, he posted an article at the, on the Washington Post about the Asians, uh, how become more Americanness. Yes, I, I remember that. kind of as violence has heated up in the ongoing conflict between Israel and Palestine Palestine over the last week and a half or so um, a lot of American politicians have been weighing in on the issue um, including frequently discussed uh, person on the podcast New York mayoral candidate Andrew Yang um, so he tweeted on May 10th kind of when everything started I'm standing with the people of Israel who are coming under bombardment attacks and condemn the Hamas terrorists, the people of NYC will always stand with our brothers and sisters in Israel who face down terrorism and persevere. And he um, came under a lot of fire for this tweet. He was getting kind of critiques from a lot of progressive figures and even some celebrities. Eddie Huang um, kind of criticized him, AOC. Um, as well as a number of other like more local uh, politicians. And so we wanted to, since we have Don on the show, kind of get behind the curtain and um, find out what the process is like when something like this happens to a politician. So Don, since you're a member of the campaign, like what was the process on that first tweet on May 10th going out? Does Andrew just send that on his own or what's that like? Yeah, basically, it's, uh, uh, I have been with Andrew since 2018. And, uh, you know, it's our campaign, both the presidential and also now it's a, a marital campaign. We heavily rely on the social media to spreading the, our policy, idea, and uh, humanity and the personality to show people the real figure of what Andrew is and what he thinks. And uh, so it's the Twitter is basically his fundamental tool to connect with the voters, with the people and deliver the, his thought and the, uh, whatever the policy. Same, same situation for this particular tweet. And uh, in general, it's, uh, I can recall in the presidential uh, election, he tweeted something and uh, caused backfire. And uh, this is a pretty particular uh, phenomena for Andrew as the individual or is a modern candidate to use mm -hmm. at the campaign too. So he's usually just tweeting on his own though. It's not like there's some person who's vetting his tweets. Uh, there's a the kind of a yes and no. It's a, probably 19% of his tweet. He's probably going to talk to the people next to him and whatever. And just say, hey, does this look like, hold, hold his phone and say, hey, does this look okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah, yeah. people just gave some advice and uh, say yes or no. But 99%, most people are going to maybe change a couple words. Mm -hmm. But in general, the ideas behind the Twitter's content generally is all yes. And then sometimes people can stop it. But most time it's Andrew make a decision to reflect his authenticity of his personality. Yeah. This is the same thing. And... Uh, we didn't expect it to backfire this, uh, this huge. So when you get the backlash, you're not expecting it. Um, 
What struck me also even more than the backlash that I thought was interesting was also the people who were kind of on Twitter defending um, Andrew. So like Ted Cruz, for example, is one of the people um, who was sort of like, I stand with Israel too. Um, so how how is the team responding once you like get the notifications and you realize, oh, this tweet is not being received in the way that we were expecting it to be? Uh, this is kind of a alarming uh, the the instance for the campaign team. So it's mm -hmm. the, uh, in general, it's our campaign team is, uh, I think it's the people more lean to the progressive and uh, uh, kind of a, uh, more liberal in the, the entire, the personalities uh, composed of a campaign team. Mm -hmm. So uh, of course, internally, it's, uh, we do have uh, some uh, pretty big dispute. So it's the, uh, the mode of a campaign team, I think it's, it's probably the lowest time since uh, we kick off the campaign. Wow. So yeah, uh, a couple of campaign staff, they, they have some, uh, uh, the, the Islam, the uh, Isl Muslims uh, background and they, right. someone quit job and this is a huge impact. So it's internally and also, uh, the entire team now very happy about this kind of a response to the international affair, especially, you know, it's a New York is a very, very diverse uh, the city. And also it's a, uh, from the voter base, it's a, Andrew is trying to build a voter base based on the minority. So it's the Palestinian, it's a, the uh, the community actually is the one part of it. So it's the uh, when you make announcement, we generally it's, uh, at least uh, we didn't expect it, uh, this a huge uh, backfire to the campaign. Yeah, and what was Andrew's reaction like? Just personally, were you around for that? Uh, I think it's a. Uh, I personally think it's that Andrew feel a little bit. Uh, very bad and also it's the we have a campaign staff meeting next day mm -hmm. and we openly discuss what's the uh what what's the impact and what's the for the future and whether it's uh, right or wrong and i think it's the andrews uh, uh send the second twitter and the kind of a regret of the first tweet because uh, uh for any politician sometimes you don't see anything is uh, better than you quickly see something. That's the <laughs> kind of a political judgment. Yeah. You, you need to t wait for the situation or you know the whole picture before you make, make a, a standing or it's the, make a statement, especially for this kind of a, uh, involve some uh, children's uh, death and involve some uh, civilian, uh, civil, civilians, the, uh, casualty, those kind of things, it's pretty hard to immediately to respond to these kind of things. Of course, everyone knows the Israel and the Palestine issues has been thousand years, the conflict, hard to say who's right, who's wrong, which territories belong to whom. So it's uh, for Andrew as a candidate for the New York mayor, it's too early and too soon and too clear to make a statement like this. Yeah, and for sure, like, I think even my friends and I were talking about this last night because we have a, a house guest right now. And, you know, she was like, can you believe it took Biden until, you know, this, it took him, you know, something like a week to make a, a statement sort of 
condemning the violence on both sides, but maybe a little more support um, for those uh, Palestinians who's, um, you know, like several, what tends to happen when tensions flare up is that because Israeli defense is better funded, the casualties are like double on the Palestinian side, even though they're both kind of equally aggressors in a lot of cases. So it's a, certainly a very thorny issue. Um, and so, of course, Andrew has walked back his initial tweet, kind of released a long statement that I won't read here because it was, you know, a good big yeah. paragraph. Um, but so what's the process like then within the campaign for crafting something like that? Like, I assume it's really different than that kind of informal, like Andrew's in the car in between events and he tweets, he's got a tweet, he shows it to the person next to him, they change a few words and then they send it off. So what's it like when you're specifically crafting something like this to go out? Okay, I personally think it's uh, uh, for the this particular campaign, especially for the uh, New York mayor, the local election. So it's uh, in the future, we try to delay the comment of, about international policy because it's nothing related to the local issue. And the most of the New Yorkers care about their safety, about their job, about the, the, the how to clean the street. That's their fundamental concern. So international conflict generally is the, the very low priority or they don't care too much. So it's the, in the future, at least in the next 30 days, which at least I think is we should avoid any international issues either to the common or make a statement. That's the uh, one thing. The second thing is that I think is a procedurally is that any uh, tweet from Andrew, now it's a, I, I think it's we, we probably need a political team and a policy team and a communication team to join in to, to have a, some filter or review before it's released to the public. That's the, uh, to guarantee we have at least some kind of a political correctness to make sure it's the, uh, the, all the voter bases we can secure. Yeah, and that's also probably, I would imagine, a big difference between, you know, where Andrew was in, say, like February of 2019 versus now it's May of 2021 and he's just got a much larger profile. And so there are more people who are interested in, in responding to what he's saying. So there's kind of that evolution as well. Yeah, that's the another issue. So when Andrew and the regular people, we can talk, we can say F word, whatever it is that we want to say. And now it's a, he's a national, and especially for the Asian, he's kind of like a role model. Right. So every word that he say just like a, carry the same weight, like an elected official or high profile people. So it's the, when you make a statement, it's going to generate a lot of impact. Both, uh, both sides it's going to uh, have an impact. I just recall the uh, two years, maybe one and a half years, uh, he posted an article at the uh, op-ed on the Washington Post about the Asians, uh, how become more American-ness. Yes, yes. I, I remember that. I yeah. haven't, yeah. yeah that's I've talked with that a lot of my students about that. So, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of backslash on that one too. For that case, it's, uh, I told Andrew, it's a text to him. I said, uh, okay, I represent a lot of Asian communities, same as the other side, but uh, I personally think Asian community has been less involved in the community service, less involved public uh, uh, the, the activities. So it's a more Americanist means 
means you need to get more involved and more serve to, to make sure it's you are not only take from this society, but also the contribute to this society. It's just similar like a JF Kennedy, the statement. That's not what your country can do for you, but what yeah, you can do for your country. Yeah, classic. Same political philosophy, both for Andrew and me. So it's, I told Andrew, don't do apology. But you know, it's, there's a huge, uh, the Asian liberal or celebrity or it's a, the uh, progressive, they put a huge pressure to Andrew. So make Andrew make a, a correction again to explain that one. This time it's a similar situation. It's a, I, uh, I told Andrew that for this country, Asian community don't care too much about the Israel and Palestine conflict. So yeah. this kind of a, a voter base uh, doesn't change. But at the other side, you know, it's a, in New York City, there have a, like a, 20 to 30% Jewish community, the largest Jewish community in the world besides- Yeah, and I know that Andrew has really actively also campaigned, particularly with Orthodox communities. Yes. In New York. Yeah, this this kind of a random statement actually have some positive impact to, to help or not help, but just drive more Jewish community, vote for him. That's my personal judgment. Even we heard some other minority group from uh, East Asians, those uh, uh, minority group or Palestine background or uh, Muslims based. The, the yeah. But uh, in overall, and uh, people understand Andrew's uh, standpoint, just uh, try to uh, make a, when things are not very clear, he made a mistake. That's the, uh, the people can tolerate. But I personally think it's a campaign or politician that always have a high point, always have a low point. And after low point, we just back to normal, back to the campaign trail and everything back to normal. This week we have a, it's a we everything 100% recovery already. Yeah, so people also forget about this kind of thing really quickly, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> which is, I you know, another interesting thing. And I could ask you probably a million different questions about, specifically this issue and how it plays into New York City and also like um, kind of differences with the within the Democratic Party between more progressive people and someone like Andrew, who is kind of pull, pulling more, more centrist, pulling more different policy influences. But that is about all we have time for today. But I always enjoy talking to you, Don. Me too. <laughs> yeah. So we will wrap it up there. And um, I will just read our normal outro. So my name is Katie Simpson. Our podcast is sponsored by Asian American Forward. You can visit our website at asianamericanforward.com. If you enjoyed the show this week or have a topic you'd like to hear us discuss on a future episode, send us your comments at info at asianamericanforward.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on Facebook and hear more conversations between Don and I at our YouTube channel. If you're a fan of the show, leave us a review in the Apple Podcast Store or tell someone about us. It really helps people find the show. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you again next week. Bye.